Welcome to Shardcast, the Brandon Sanderson podcast. We're a bunch of mega fans giving you the news discussion and, of course, a whole lot of opinions about Brandon's works and the Cosmere. I'm Eric, and joining me is Ian. Hey, I'm Weird Rider. Also joining me is Ben. Oh, am I supposed to? Ah, uh, hey, guys. I didn't realize I was supposed to be on a podcast today. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely didn't up. spend the last hour and a half getting <laughs> you set up for this. Yeah. Mm. Also joining me is david hi i'm windrunner and i overcame at least two different sets of technical difficulties to be here today that's true and but a hat. i made it well <laughs> you can't win everything apparently Put you should back on. you should you, comment on. below and say free david's hat okay free david's <laughs> it's hat. doing just down, fine down below also joining us uh is someone who's in a well and her name's grace how you doing how's the well Hi, I'm Gear Girl, and today we're playing Guess Where I'm Recording This Week. <laughs> I realize it's echoey, I'm sorry, uh, but that, that's yeah, fine. She'll be in a shipping container next week, it'll be way better. <laughs> where will Grace be shipped to? Somewhere with good internet, maybe? I mean, your internet's great, you're at least not a robot, so you know what, I'll take it. This week, we got a bunch of stuff, well... Or at least in our past two weeks, because now Shardcast is uh, every other week. But we got some really exciting Stormlight 4 stuff. So if you don't like hearing about Stormlight 4 at all, this is probably not the podcast for you. We have a reading from Stormlight 4 that Brandon did at DragonCon. And we got uh, Stormlight 4 update number 5, uh, which has some pretty cool stuff. Uh, and we're going to... We're going to do some speculation. We're going to analyze this reading, which is crazy. Well, something. <laughs> it could be it's eventually. A part crazy. of it is. A part of it is. And then we're going to just go along like that. And uh, that should get us to 90 minutes. So, yeah. So we got plenty to talk about. We're going to talk about the reading. This was a reading of the prologue of Stormlight 4. Yeah. Woo! And it's Navani. Good. Yeah. I wanted it to be the body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, well, well, for the most part, it's not terribly interesting because it's Navani going through the, the party, Navani-ing. Yep. Uh, yes. which is fine. It's got a bit of yeah. Acedon in there. It's got a bit of Gavilar in there. I really like this Gavilar guy. I hope nothing bad happens to him. Um, <laughs> Do you like this Gavilar guy, given this chapter? <laughs> uh... Should we get into the chapter, shall yes, we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Navani's Navaniing. We get to see Acedon, and Acedon is... I don't know how much there is to talk about Acedon in this, but, I mean, I guess Yasna was preparing to kill Acedon uh, this evening, so, yeah. like, that's... So Navani no. likes her more. Yeah. <laughs> she hi Yasna hired an assassin to watch. Oh, yeah, only. yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> to watch Acedon. Um, I, I actually think, for me... The Acedon bit was like the second best part of the, pro the prologue. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Navani and Navaniing, I wouldn't say is terribly interesting. Although I will say mm. Gavlar and Navani's relationship sounds awful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Can someone give this poor woman like a competent assistant? <laughs> yeah like why is she doing all that uh yeah i don't know hey, she had she had ratham i think was the artist's name you know good old yeah. ratham 
Not to be confused yeah. with Raythan. I was hoping it was Raythan because that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, man. Hello, Lady <laughs> Navani. <laughs> like, we are out of wine. <laughs> have you seen Serini? I'm looking for Serini. I I'm also Serini. at the Gavilar's party. I'm doing something <laughs> totally different than what's happening here. Uh, no, but it's Raythan. When, when the house steward turned up and they were having rings, I'm like... Is it a terraceman? I'm like, I'm like mean, a house steward I, with rings? <laughs> I would not put it past Brandon. Yeah. That like I, he knows how we would react to that thing. Yeah, because he mentions the rings twice. Because okay. he mentioned he was wearing rings Ooh. and then they were playing with rings. The cook said okay, so the cook went out confirmed. Before the man was <laughs> even out of the door, however, Navani spotted the house steward, a white bearded man who had too many rings on his fingers, standing in the stairwell up to the palace proper. He was fidgeting with the rings on his hands. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. I'm, I'm not saying it's definitely terrorism, but... A steward with rings? <laughs> what does that remind me of? Yeah. Um, yeah. But Aesodon's interesting. She's, like, very cheerful, which is kind of weird. That's the, is she yeah. cheerful? Well, it's like... I take it as passive-aggressive. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd say she's being pretty cheerful. She's just being doing that. You know, when you go to a party and you don't oh, really sorry, know a lot sorry. of people there. No, I can't read. That's fine. Uh, yeah. 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 Aesodon's general sourness. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, she's, it's, she's not evil for her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cheerful for her. Yeah. It's like, there are like elements of like, this is not a good person no. in there though. Yes. And Avani's yeah. like, oh, it's a good family, but eh. Okay. That's actually what I, what kind of interested me because they mention her fam Aesodon's family, and they mention Navani being from a good family. And we have yeah. not heard anything about either of their families. No, ever. they're all dead. Just like other relatives in Brandon Brooks. Like, it was just interesting to me. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that if that I know people have talked about Aesodon being like related to important people, potentially, like Thetakar or whatever, but mm -hmm. Oh, I have yeah. some spicy takes about Thetakar and Rasteras later. Don't worry. Okay. Mm. There is this mention of or Navani's opinion of Aesodon is like when the girl was so obviously lacking in talents. Oh, which, that's true. Yeah. The impression I had always gotten was like she was much more capable than Elokar. True. That's a pretty that's low like bar. Elokar, like, <laughs> like, can make a decision. They're like, well, she's pretty. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's probably also like relative to people in their family. It's like, Mm, there's Yasna there, uh, and yeah, you know, everyone else seems kind of lame by comparison. Oh no! So Asadon, Asadon saw Navani smile brightly. The joy seemed genuine, which was unusual. But Asadon's usually sour, but mm -hmm. this time her joy was genuine. Yeah, it's just just interesting not to see Asadon being purely evil. So I, I would like to yeah. see more of Asadon and more yeah. of how that progressed. Mm -hmm. I also liked the element where she's got like. Gaudy, but oh, like lots in of gemstones hair. in her hair. Yeah, that was yeah. Cool. I'm I like, like I, I do, I do like the fashion stuff. There's some pretty cool stuff in there. I kind of mm. forget that they would put gemstones in their hair, but that like totally makes sense. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Aesodon kind of annoyed me because she took away. Like, Navani wanted to talk to the Art of Fabrian guy, <laughs> and then she's like, "No, you are my escape from this Art of Fabrian guy that you obviously find interesting, but I think is boring." 
Yep. No, let let Nibbani be a Lord of Fabrian. See, maybe that's why I took it as like not liking Asadon, because I took that as, oh, Asadon, if she's not a complete moron, knows Navani wants to talk to this guy and is like, oh, come with me. We can mm, leave this, true. this yeah. guy behind. I read that as that as well. Yeah. 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 That was my take on it. Asadon putting stuff in the spheres and bonding things. Like, yeah, I mean, they're. Maybe they maybe Asadon <laughs> wants to talk with Art of Fabrians and wants to avoid Navani getting there. But yeah, I mean, well, that was that was my question was, you know, Gavilar and all his weird stuff with Spren and gemstones. Like, why is that why that Artifabrian right? is there? Yeah, because right. he has something to I speak think so. to him about. I think so. I didn't follow that. Mm-hmm. Uh should we get to the exciting part with Gavilar? <laughs> So let's talk more about the walk between. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. They're walking. Wow, very exciting. Uh, they to move the dinner upstairs. <laughs> yeah, apparently those drums are huge. Navani mm-hmm. is like picking a lot up a lot of slack from Gavilar, where like yeah. he's his job. Yeah, he I, was, has I was talking with Jess last night, and she was like, "How long has Gavilar retired on this feast? Like he's been, like he's been." <laughs> retired for like hours in one of the other prologues he retired a long time ago and yeah. well i think this is before oh, it is it yeah. is it yeah. is i agree but like he's retired already in this one so just, <laughs> he's already left like, the party before the yeah. party's even started like, well, the, well, the party the hasn't crap. started yet yeah yeah okay so in this there's these uh uncommon visitors that gavilar has we'll, we'll yeah. talk about those and so Let's just read to two important passages. Navani like goes in and like sees into the study. Being able to bring them back and forth from Braze doesn't mean anything, Gavilar. One of them said, it's too close to be a relevant distance. It was impossible just a few short years ago, said a deep, powerful voice. His. This is proof. The connection is not severed, but can be warped to allow for travel. Not yet, as far as you like, but we must start the journey somehow. Uh, also, these are these uncommon guests, and uh, the king was speaking with two men that Navani vaguely recognized. Ambassadors from the West were what they'd been called, but no kingdom had been given for their home. They were simply among Gavilar's uncommon visitors. And that's where the it ends. And you know when Ambassadors from the West is mentioned before? Nale, right? Yeah. 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 And probably okay. Kalak, whoever it is, or whoever it's that guy is with him. Yeah. Because yeah. Yasna mentions them as Ambassadors from the West. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is that in Way of Kings and Words of Radiance, I believe they are explicitly described as Elucar's guests. Maybe. Or maybe I've read those. To Elokar, but I, I think they, they definitely they, spoke to Elokar in Seth's prologue for sure. Like they Seth did. sees them speaking to Elokar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, so we are saying that these two people he's talking to are Kalak and Nail. Most Potentially. Like Potentially. Yasna referred to them as ambassadors from the West. Yeah. And I mean, Yasna, okay. if they had a country, Yasna would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, in the words of Radiance prologue, the two passed through the intersection ahead of Yasna. They they were ambassadors from the West, including the Azish man with the white birthmark on his cheek. <laughs> or was it a scar? Uh, the shorter of the two men, he could have been a lethe, cut off when he noticed Yasna. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. Like I'm I don't know if it's the same guys, because they're in Alethkar everywhere's West. 
yeah, but like <laughs> they're just not anatomic. There's a not lot of heralds at this, and like I would, yeah. Gavilar knows a lot, and so it does. Also, it it's not like this is being written as a story. Like Brandon would know that referring to these people as ambassadors from the West. Let's you know, the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I will say though that it does seem to be contrary to what we know about Nail's motivations at this yeah, time, yeah, that's because what I he definitely seemed to still be trying to keep the Voidbringers out, and that does not seem like what Gavilar was interested well, in doing. Like, okay, so are we good for the assumption for this next little bit that these are probably Nail and Kalak? These sure, I'm yeah. okay with it, but yeah. Like they they would know about Braze, so like that that yeah. that makes sense. But mm-hmm. like, yeah. what the crap are the Herald? Yeah, what are they doing here? And so being able to bring them back and forth from Braze doesn't mean anything, Gavilar. It's too close to be a relevant distance. Well, like, what, what is them? Is the, is always my, is my question there? Is it the spheres? Is it the fused? Like, it's got to. Is it be- the like the void spren? Or just all of that? I've been thinking it's the Black Spheres. But I didn't think it was to begin with. Just from this conversation that Mm -hmm. we're having just now, I'm like, okay, if it's those two, if it's it's Nail and Kalak, then they would have knowledge of things on Brace. Mm -hmm. I was thinking they would... That's not the bit that's... uh, What they're bringing back and forth is not the important thing to me. That is such an important part. No, the important thing to me is when they say that's not a... That's too close to be a relevant distance. Apparently going from Roshar and Braze is too close of a distance to be relevant to what they're trying to do. What that are they trying to do? Yeah, 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 like, what else are you trying to do other than, like, we know the Where Sons of Honor are to trying to bring the Voidbringers back, right? Yeah. Like, that's the yeah. whole point. This is... <laughs> This can't be that goal. This this must be a different goal. Yeah. Also, like is, where are they trying to go? <laughs> I agree that it's a larger, it is of larger importance, yes. You know yeah. what's weird? If the plan of the Sons of Honor is to bring the Voidbringers back to get the Heralds back, and Gav- does Gavilar know that these are Heralds, or are they just like other people that Gavilar doesn't quite know that they're Heralds? Because that's weird if you think about, yes. ah, yes, hey, people, let me ask you how to bring the Voidbringers back to bring back the Heralds. And they're like, actually, yeah. we're Heralds. He, uh, he yeah. may well not know. Oh, also relevant, because Amaram, as part of what Odium did to turn him, was show him what the Heralds had been up to. Oh, and yeah, they'd been right. here all along. So that's if right. Gavilar didn't... So if Amaram didn't know, I feel like Gavilar probably didn't know. What if Gavilar was not only a member of the Sons of Honor? What if he was a member of another secret organization? He was a mole. From what? <laughs> Not necessarily a mole, but he kept his options open. I, just, I feel like either you believe what the Sons of Honor believe completely, or you realize that they are morons. And like, they're like, and either, and like you are, like you're either in their group and you're like, I'm pretending to help them, these dumbasses, or you're like, I believe that we will bring the heralds back. <laughs> I, I have a hot take. What if Resteras is Nail or Kalak? Ooh, I like him as Kalak. Ooh. Because we have never seen Rasteris on screen. In what context is Rasteris? Is he the one who advised Amram to brand Kaladin? Yes. Or? And okay. Yes, exactly. Rasteris is mentioned very few times. Presumably, like, a le- or the leader of the Sons of Honor. Because Gavilar okay. isn't the leader of the Sons of Honor. That's important to remember. Mm-hmm. He just expanded yeah. the ranks a lot. Uh, yeah, and so, 
Amram realized that Resteras is right and that this is the best choice. And so then took the shards from Calden and and then I... Gavilar thought that Resteras might have killed him. That's that's or the other Thidakar? Or yeah, Thidakar. Thidakar yeah. is a ghost blood. It's a ghost blood. I always mix those two up. Thidakar yeah, is the like a leader of the ghost bloods. Or mm-hmm. the leader of the ghost bloods. It's or something like that. See, it's oh, it's Gavilar's it's membership. Kelsier. it's it's gavilar's membership in the sons of honor which is why i'm kind of against this idea that this is kalak and nail i just i agree it's really weird but like i pretty open like nail doesn't really hide who he is as far as i'm aware if you get in a conversation with him he's like yeah my name's nail i'm like the herald of the the skybreakers well i don't know if he does that all the time like he does that to like zeth but if when he's getting yeah. his, you know, his writs for execution, I don't think he goes like, hello, I am Nail, Sun God. Uh, I would like this writ to go murder a bunch of people. Okay, thanks. I, like, I don't think, I think he like, does that. They don't really give him a chance. To, like, he doesn't, like, try to blend in very much. Like, he shows up and they're like, when did we start yeah. giving police officers shard blades? And what uniform is that? And then just well, arrest Why can people. he fly? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so going tangent. back to the question of are either Nale or Kalak Wisteris. I don't think so. Yeah. Because Nail doesn't really make sense as Wisteris because he's got no. he already has a secret organization. Why would he be advising Amaram? Right? <laughs> like yeah. yeah. It does and seem it, weird. Like, Kalak I don't think he has the self-confidence at this yeah, point that's, in time that's... to do that. That's true. It's just, I'm just thinking about Ishar being Tezim and that, like, all the heralds could be doing all sorts of weird stuff. Like, it's possible, but I don't don't know if I like it being either of them, but I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, Just like based on what we see of Kalak in the prelude and what we see of presumably Kalak in The Words of Radiance, like, he's very, like, timid. Yeah. He's not like, like an off of his head type guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When do we see Kalak in Woods Radiance? He talks prologue. about being worried about Ash in the prologue. Okay. It's like, and, it's like we're getting worse. I, are, am I getting worse? We weren't supposed to be getting worse. Like, that's just like very it, it, like. It basically has to be Kalak because it's not Nail because he's talking to Nail. Uh, it's not Yezrian yeah. because Yezrian's getting drunk uh, and is super yeah. crazy. Uh, it's not Town uh, and. Uh, it's not. It, presumably, it's not Ashar. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be the man called who calls, calls himself Town, though. Shut up. <laughs> Get out of here. Right, so how do we kick David from the call? I like. I uh, like yeah. how, like, if you weren't in the fandom around that time pre Oathbringer, that joke just doesn't land at all. <laughs> like that. That's my favorite part of that. Do we? Do we know that Arrestorus is a male? I don't uh, think we do necessarily. Uh, let me see. Great question. An excellent question. Mm. I want to say he, uh, they have been referred to as a he, but I mean, they, they are have the not appeared on, on screen. Mm. So, oh, okay. There, there's a few other Resteras. Uh, so there's nothing mentioning Resteras's gender for for one. Uh, Mraze mm-hmm. knows of Resteras and refers of the Sons of Honor as Resteras's cronies. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> Um, and Amram writes to Resteras at the end of Words of Radiance that they were successful. 
Oh yeah, when he almost gets when he almost gets killed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Which is funny because I wrote the Resteres article on uh, the Copper Mine and I forgot these other instances of it. <laughs> but you know, whatever. So I think yeah. that's further evidence that Resteres is not a herald. If Mraze knows of who knows of Resteres, that's true. That's yeah. true. Mraze is pretty plugged in on who's a herald. Yeah. Who's well, I guess he didn't know about Tezim though. He didn't know Tezim was Ishar. Oh, that's true. He didn't. Did he not? He, he, refer- said, he said that he wasn't sure it was human, but he, yeah, he called he it that creature. Yeah, he didn't know that uh, Ish- Ishar was Tezim, yeah. Yeah, that may have been like a lack of intelligence on his part, like he just didn't have information. But- and that doesn't mean that the Ghostbloods didn't know that, uh, you know, Tezim was yeah. Ishar, but Mraes personally didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. I feel like people, I always like think about Mraes as being the leader, and I'm like, he's not even he's the not. leader of the Ghostbloods. No, Bloods he's not know. at all. Like... Yeah, he's important, but not the leader at all. Yeah, you're right. This is so weird if they are heralds and they're talking about, but I think they have to be. Like, they're the ambassadors from the West. I I think that he's talking to heralds. I don't think he knows who they are. Uh, Yeah, that's the only way it makes sense, right? So So it's, they're trying to get information from him rather than he's trying to get information from them. Could be. I mean, it's probably neutral. They're looking into it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would expect Nail to look into someone the Stormfather is trying to bond. Yeah, right. That's actually an interesting question. Why Nail didn't try to kill Gavilar? Well, actually, David, I, I think you might know the answer to this question, but I can't remember when Nail started murdering all those Surge Binders. That's the question. He's been that doing it for a long time, was my understanding. Like since the Radiance quit, he's been preventing them from really? coming back. Like I. Yeah. There was Skybreaker involvement with Shalon's childhood, at least. Oh, so, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, which I think was about yeah. the same time as this. Yeah, and, getting killed. And Nail yeah. is like asked an Edge Dancer about the return because there's that. Like, yeah. That, oh yeah, I read, like, I reread that. Yeah. Yeah, shouldn't we be welcoming these? And he's like, I used to think like that, but now Ishar has shown me the truth. So, I guess like maybe, last night I was thinking maybe. Ishar's stupid plan of murdering Surge Binders happened after Gavilar's assassination somehow, but uh, I did think that Nail's plan, like, of murdering Surge Binders was more long-term, but I couldn't find what gave me that. There's, I think it might be the letter that Shallan receives that has information about Helleron and Oathbringer might indicate that they've been active for a little longer. That's where that information would come from. I previously remembered thinking that uh, Nail's quest, like him rejoining the Skybreakers, happened. It wasn't. It wasn't. He didn't. They didn't start immediately after the Recreants. It was mm-hmm. recent, as in it was in the last like hundred years. I no, think, I, I think I got that impression, but okay. I can't remember why. I don't think he was there immediately, but I, I definitely agree that it was not incredibly recently that it began. Like I think it was at the very least decades that he's oh, been doing so this. So in the letter, it says. Referring to Nail, he has spent the last two decades, perhaps much longer, dealing there with anyone is. close yeah. to Bonnie's friend. Okay, great. I just couldn't remember where it was, because mm-hmm. li- literally last night, I, I, I'm talking with Jess. She's rereading every prologue, and we're trying to figure out what the crap's going on with this. Uh, oh, yeah. And we just couldn't remember. Uh, but yeah. great. Okay, so that doesn't make sense. So why would... So that means Nail is on this quest to prevent... any. Any chance of the Voidbringers returning was like unacceptable to Nail and Ishar. Mm-hmm. Like that that was that was his whole thing in Edge Dancer, right? Uh so what is he bringing back and forth from Braze? And it's too close to be a relevant distance. So if 
they're bringing it back and forth from Braze, like Braze to Roshar, then like... Yeah. I think it must be. If it's I mean, too, yeah, yeah that's, that's how I interpret it, is they're moving something back and forth between Braze and Roshar. So, oh, definitely. My thought on this is that somehow whatever they're bringing back and forth is bound through connection to Roshar or the Rosharan system in general because they can get to Braze. And maybe mm. maybe they're tr- whatever it is they're trying to leave the system cuz like I mean like cognitive shadows like Kelsier for example has yeah. that problem of he can't go past Scadriel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that connection part when Gavilar says the connection is not severed but can be warped to allow for travel, that sounds like Oath Pact to me. I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, uh, it, mm-hmm. the Oath Pact's not broken, it's just really bad right now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. For, for some reason, like, and like this is kind of just like a, a rational thought, like when I read that passage, my mind went to whatever mechanism the heralds use when they return between Braze and Rashar. Yeah. Okay, sure. In some way, they are manipulating that specific mechanism to do something. Yes. But that's probably part of the Oath Pact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I was just getting more specific there. I'm not disputing it was part of it. Sure, sure, sure. I I also like how Gavilar's like, the journey must start somewhere, because he's like, he's getting the stuff from the Stormfather, right? Oh, God. Yeah. He's just interpreting it real different from Dalinar. Uh, In my head, I'm just like, so where, where is the destination? Where is the destination? And is he trying (gasps) to, like, move the heralds back from Braze? Like, this just doesn't make sense with Gavilar having black spheres, and Gavilar persuades Eshenai that, like, Oh yeah, I can totally bring the Voidbringers back. And why would the Heralds be helping with that? I, I uh, one thing that might indicate that he knows that these are Heralds is um the connection is severed but can be worked to allow for travel. Not yet, as far as you'd like. Not as far oh, as we'd crap. like. Hmm. Oh so, is, that's that's interesting. That is huh. interesting. My initial thought like reading this and also kind of um as with our talking is maybe these heralds want to leave roshar and they're trying to <sighs> trying they're using gavilar and whatever these tests are to try and like whatever the connection is like stretch it far enough that they can just like run to silverlighter i know what from this conversation, I was having very similar thoughts that mm. this is someone trapped on Roshar trying to leave. And I was actually going to say, maybe this is another reason why, because I'm I'm still not down for the Herald's idea. I'm just, I'm still not down with the Herald's idea. But then I'm thinking, oh man, who would be trapped on Roshar? But <laughs> the Herald's. So yeah, that's actually, that is a very good that's point. That's true. But like, so who's they in this case? Like, the Herald's aren't walking back and forth for from Braze to do this test that Gavilar is trying, right? I assume yeah. not. Like, it can't. The Heralds would never intentionally go back to Braze. That's the whole point. No. Yeah. No, I feel like they would be afraid that that would actually mess something up, you know, Absolutely. if they actually yeah, right. went back. Right, yeah. That would, that would be really bad. It's Maybe too- Spren of some sort is Maybe the only the thing void I can spren. think of. Like, the Void Spren, yeah. that seems like the only reasonable thing, right? Olim got back somehow. Like he, he made it from Braze to Rishar in some way and started speaking to Venley not a long time different from when this time period is happening. Oh, we, we're, we're going to talk about this when we get to the Stormlight 4 update because yeah. we got to 
gotta talk about some Venley stuff. I did see some like theorizing in the that it might be the black spheres. Like yeah. the spheres themselves? Like, yeah, somehow the spheres are getting transported. They're getting infused with void light on braze and they're bringing them back. I don't know. Or if they're, I, or if they're um, using that connection, you know how you draw a spren into a sphere? They're using that connection to draw a, draw a void spren using through the sure. connection into a sphere. Because sure, like, sure, that sure. would be then why Kevlar's like, hey, here's one of your gods to, yeah. to, to uh, Eshenai. There is being able to bring them back and forth implies two-way travel. Oh, yeah, it does. And, like, why would, why would the, the heralds bit. think that but like bringing void spren back and forth would help them leave the Rosharan system if we go with that theory well, that okay in my head like this is how like i thought i was thinking about it like maybe it doesn't make sense with nail's motivation or who knows he's crazy but heralds want to leave they're trading some of their knowledge that they have without maybe necessarily saying what they like why they know with gavilar yeah. in exchange for him to fill out like complete his services and they can use this two-way travel to eventually get out of there. So that is their like trade-off they're doing. Huh. And wait, what was the initial question? I kind of lost that actually. Uh, uh, why, why back and forth? And why? Why, and why forth, would the heralds? Why would the heralds care about void spread? Moving void wait, spread back and forth. Well, maybe they just don't. Well, do you think they care specifically, or they just care because that's like a test case? They are not dissimilar to Spren themselves. So yeah, this is this is what what's happening in this conversation is Gavilar is saying, "Sorry, we can't do what you're doing, what you want, but this mm -hmm. is what we've managed to do." Yeah, so, the heralds don't want what Gavilar is doing. Gavilar is yeah. just saying, "Hey, this He's is just, they're not really interested in his results." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you um, have any like thoughts on what it is if it's not the heralds, since you're still in that camp, or is it? Still oh, kind of I, wild I assumed. Then? It was other sons of honor. I assumed it was the people in the room uh, when uh, Esh and I went looking for them. There was three mm -hmm. people in the room. There was there were Amram, Amram at least some, one woman. At least yes. one woman. I think there might have been two. Uh, I believe there was. Uh, I think we think there's one of the the uh, diagram people was in there. Oh, there was an old guy. People thought might be Teravangian. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You so I thought maybe it was one. into this. Oh God. Oh yeah, because yeah. he did speak to Gavilar the night he died. He said, oh, God. "Yeah, there were. I I want to say there was an old man, two soldiers, one of which was Amaram, and then two women. I think that yeah. sounds so right. I think there were five. Yeah. Um. So I guess it can't be both of them. Can't be the people in those room because that leaves just one of the soldiers on the thing. To, to be fair, like this could have just happened before Esh and I got there, and the the heralds don't need to still be. There, oh, this is right? this like, is out. Oh yeah, because actually, because Esh and I's prologue was before the party as well, because they're setting up the drums, aren't yeah. they? So, yeah. okay. Hmm. God, hmm. I feel like when we get book five's prologue, where we get a Gavilar viewpoint and to like figure out what's actually going on, that is going to be such a long prologue. Yeah, it's, gonna gonna get, it's yeah. a busy night for Gavilar. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, is it going to just be like a five times as long prologue because we have to go through? It's like, okay, I had this meeting, then this meeting, then this meeting. Oh, then the whole fight where I died. I died. Yeah. At like, some point, I attended a party. You know, <laughs> well, let's just skip the party part. The most important oh. part, though, is will the party that he attends be in the high room or the lower room? <laughs> wow, because Navani was was. We'll find out. We'll find out in Stormlight Five. We'll find out. No. We will. We will. And I guess there must be secrets. Just like <laughs> <laughs> so what say that again. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just, I, I don't see why if he trapped a void spren in a black sphere, why that would spook Eshenai so much. But I mean, we kind of skipped well, apart. Eshenai was raised telling, being told that her gods are the worst things ever, and then Gavilar's like, hey, I have one of your gods. Yeah, but Yay, like, right? that was pretty freaky. <laughs> but that wasn't really a god. Oh, it wasn't really, but, but no. Eshenai doesn't know that, Gavilar yeah. doesn't know that. She just like she said there was a dark light associated with the gods in their stories, and that's what she recognized in those spheres. He, right. he didn't even have a void spren with him; he just had a regular spren hmm. in that gemstone, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any any other thoughts on this? So I just want to read this um, two sentences from Novani's, and there was Dalinar standing tall, somehow taller than any man in the room, but with those haunted eyes simmering with passion. She's definitely oh in love with him at this point. I, yeah. I do, as much as I didn't find Navani Navaniing terribly interesting in this prologue. Oh, I loved it. I know you would love it. Uh, <laughs> but we didn't get a lot of Navani and Gavilar in uh, the Dalinar flashbacks. Like, that's like a criminally <laughs> underdone thing. And so, like, getting more Navani during that time period with Gavilar, like, and seeing what that's like is important. And so I did like that. Yeah, that's why I'm excited for some of these flashbacks. I'm hoping we'll see like Yasna and Elhokar is another relationship that didn't really get very much screen time. And it'd yeah. be nice to see some more flashbacks with that. Also, this prologue isn't done. Like he didn't read the whole thing. So like there could oh, yeah. be like other massive bombs later in it. And this isn't even the final version no. of this. So it's like no. the the minor wording things we yes. discussed, I could entirely change for yeah, this was going to be my final point was all of this is subject to change and Absolutely. we might be obsessing over yeah. words that will completely change by the final draft like, yeah. you know does anyone have any guesses for the title of the problem they want Ooh, to be annoyed to at no no i think to, uh, it was to kill to question and to weep, I think. To weep. Grieve? Ooh, oh, because we do have to see Navani's reaction to Gavilar's death. That would actually be very interesting, right? Because we get to see, like, is she really that sad Gavilar's dead? <laughs> if yeah, that'd, be, that'd be interesting. It would go like later than most prologues that we've seen, too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Mm. I'm actually real a lot more exciting knowing where this is going with like the Navani character stuff because it just being cut off. I'm like, eh, I wasn't ultra into that. Yeah. Uh, but now, now I'm pretty, now I'm pretty stoked that there's <laughs> some exciting character stuff for her. Yeah, that we've come with our own reasons to be excited about stuff we haven't seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, I will say, just reading anything, I'm so excited. I'm, Hopefully, I'm so she'll excited. find time at the party to talk to that master or the Fabrian guy. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, I mean, we're we're getting close to Murder City, so so not not. That quite could yet. be what she's doing when it all goes down. Like, yeah, you hear screaming. <gasps> she finally gets. You, like. she, she finally gets to talk to him, and just as they start talking, it's and like, the, the hey, why is that white guy flying around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you yep. seeing this? Like, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Stormlight. For update number five, Brandon is, uh, I, I don't really think he's going to hit the end of the first draft uh, by January 1. 
but, he keeps making progress and then losing it so i feel like well, it's he's, just kinda... he's been doing a lot of touring like oh, he's he's yeah, going to, like he went to france so. and spain and then he's going to france and israel in october and then there's the star sight tour like ugh. yeah i think if brandon was just writing brandon would hit that target but i think he's got a lot going on I think so brandon he's... does a lot less writing than he like he only write really writes four days a week because he has yeah. he's been pretty consistently a month behind in all of the updates <laughs> yeah because I, I just reread yeah. all of them in a row yesterday and i was like oh yeah like in all of them he's a month behind so it does Whenever seem I, like spring 2021 yeah. seems like a much safer bet yeah. when he kept giving the it's either going to be this time in 2020 or this time 2021 I, I i always kind of assumed it would be the 2021 because we've got a whole year of writing well we've got six months of writing left basically four mm-hmm. more and we've got like a whole year of the rewrites and that's really where the book comes together so that period of time i don't mind it taking a little extra time i mean like and this is all assuming that the writing goes well and the book comes together True. like if it yeah. doesn't come together like brandon mm. spent a whole month on star Sight. if this book doesn't come together he's gonna need to spend a lot more than a month a on lot it, more but than a month, good yeah. point but yeah. he did but- say part one in the last stormlight update turned out really good like how he wanted it and I'm glad because just mm-hmm. thinking about what could possibly happen in Stormlight 4 hurts my brain. So I'm glad Brandon has a plan. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah. Because um, there's also every time he does something in Stormlight 4, he has to consider how it affects Stormlight 5 because he says yeah. once you're at, you're at 5, you he has to. That's the end of the first that be, start. That's the end yeah. of this uh, arc. He needs to have things wrapped up. So he needs Stormlight 4 to be there. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. I would say there are two very exciting things in this that uh, we're going to talk about. So one of the big things is that Brandon is no longer sure if Eshenai is going to get flashbacks because he thinks that though maybe people are interested in Eshenai as a character and that Brandon likes that Eshenai would be the flashback, but Venli the, the main character he's a little worried that they're going to feel too much like Fluff. And that Venli, if he did Venli instead, then that will have more Cosmere mysteries and <laughs> things like that. That's like an impossible choice because I'm like, Cosmere mysteries, but, early, but Venli like grew on me in Stormlight 3, but like early Words of Radiance interlude, Venli was not my favorite character. Like as so. Venli is the one who knew the secrets happening behind the scenes among the listeners at the time <sighs> discuss <laughs> i have opinions yeah what what do you got ben okay i'm not just saying this because i'm not a big fan of venley uh-huh but i hope he doesn't switch it to venley why is that because whilst i do like myself some cosme explanations and cosme mysteries if bands of mourning has taught me anything because i read bands of mourning and shadows of self at the same basically back to back and I far preferred Shadows of Self. And I felt Bands of Mourning suffered because there was a lot of that Cosmere explanation stuff. And there wasn't as much character stuff in there. Hmm. And so I kind of am okay with getting less Cosmere mysteries if we get a bit more of an interesting character. And I found Eshenai to be a much more interesting character than Venli. Especially this, since this is going to be Venli during her <laughs> phase. <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, presumably there would be a little more depth than you just haven't seen that. Uh, maybe. I just don't. I also don't like Venley as a character, and I also like Eshenai far more as a character. So that definitely has an effect on it. But I'm yeah. okay with yeah. getting less 
Cosmere answers like 30 years before the end of the Cosmere. I'm okay with, I'm okay for now. I will agree that I hope that it is Eshenai, if only because Venli is still alive and we can get any Cosmere mysteries in like secret information, like by okay, her present day self reflecting on the past. That is true. I don't know. Ben might have just convinced me that I want to see Venley because I liked Bands of Morning a lot more than I liked Shadows of Self. I mean, I like Shadows of Self better, but I didn't think Bands suffered. I just think that they're very different books. Oh, yeah. No, I, I didn't like dislike either, but I just, it was Indiana Jones on, like, on Scatriel, so that was, like, what I'd been waiting for. I mean, but, yeah, like, they're anyway, just very like, different back, books. Yeah. yeah, but, like, back on topic, I think, I feel like Brandon... Like, you know, we know that Brandon kind of like moves things around and like there was a draft where Seth died at the end of Words of Radiance for real. And like, you know, he kind of changes when things happen. I think Brandon thought that Esh and I was going to live longer than she ended up living. Yeah. And so the flashbacks made more sense when Esh and I lived longer than a book and a half. And now he's and now like looking back, it might not make as much sense in his plan. So I think if he I, does it really like. It'd be easier to make it interesting with Venley flashback, so it's probably a safer bet than trying to like make Esh and I interesting. I do hope we see like some of the singers like start moving towards wanting the gods to come back because I still kind of felt like that flip came a little bit out of nowhere based mm -hmm. on what Esh and I was saying when she seemed to feel like everyone was universally afraid of the gods and they were all like, "Yeah, yeah, let's just take on Stormform and go for it." But Grace, what do you think? So in this uh, most recent update, Brandon did say that he's going to write both of them and then see what worked. So I'm just hoping I don't have a strong preference of what is in the book. I just hope that in some form we do get to read both of them. Ooh, that would be cool. Mm. You could he, throw one out like a novella, you know, if yeah, you wanted he, to. He did say someone commented asking about like uh, doing some kind of more self-contained Eshenai novella with the ones and he did say that that is a plausible and but he just has to toy with it and see what works once it's all like done being written yeah i mean if it's bad he's not going to publish it and if he's like oh this is boring yeah. i do think esh and i would work better as this as a standalone novella than venley's flashbacks mm -hmm. yeah right you can't do venley's uh, flashbacks as a standalone novella yeah though i also believe he commented on the possibility of having both flashbacks in the book and that would I like be cool. that idea a lot yeah yeah both flashbacks like you could oh, have some flashbacks of Ash like, and i and some of venley and you kind oh, of both you said oath and i was like were they swearing oaths back then <laughs> <laughs> no. so the thing that i worry about with Ash and i flashbacks is that i'm worried that 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 arc that Ash and i is going through won't really have a lot of impact on venley's storyline and i think venley yeah. flashbacks it's a lot easier to have like the climax of the flashbacks be more impactful to the main story. Like thinking about Kaladin, you always knew Tien was going to die. And so mm -hmm. like you were going yeah. through that and you kind of knew what was happening. Shallan had a lot of mysteries because you didn't know that Shallan killed her dad and stuff. With Dalinar, there were lots of mysteries and that was very important yeah. for, for the main plot. And I, I just worry that uh, Esh and I, I mean, I, don't love Esh and I like she's fine like maybe if she lived longer I would care more but it's like she's fine yeah she I think like additionally like as, I, as much as I like Esh and I she is not a fundamentally different character type than we have seen in Stormlight she's a loyal soldier she's very dutiful she 
puts the good of her people first. But Benley is a little bit more of an interesting gray area. Like we've got a lot of straightforward, honorable types in Stormlight already. I disagree on the point that Eshenai is someone we've had before because the I wasn't I wasn't like really into Eshenai in Words of Radiance. She was a great mm. viewpoint. I appreciate having it. It was only in her prologue in the prologue that I was like, man, I really like this Eshenai character because That's she is true. so different. She's so much more like a carefree soul in the prologue than she is the the serious general she is in Words of Radiance. I agree. So, she's more interesting there. Yeah. So I, when I think Eshenai flashbacks, I want to see. I want to see more of, well, I was going to say see before leading up to that. I wanted to see that transition, I think, will be really interesting. And then you're saying about having like a climax. The climax could be her, like her death. Like the climax of her flashback could be just her, like dying. Yeah. Which I is just, like a, a great little tragedy. It's a, it's a yeah, tragedy, but like guys. what the, the flashbacks are not life. here just to give a character story. It's, it, there's something that is important yeah. to the plot on these. Oh, it's, there would definitely is be, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's I, tough to say, though, cause until we see what Venley's plot is. You know well, what that, I mean? That is like, true. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it, it's tough because it's there There are going to be people complaining. It's like, why are we spending so much time with this character? Like, we know she's dead. Yeah. Like, why are we, like, devoting time and, like, character growth to okay. someone we already know what happens to them? A constant people, complaint with the flashbacks is, it's like, the flashbacks are boring. Like, a lot yeah. of people said that about Dalinar's flashbacks, which might just be because there was a lot of combat, but, like, Dalinar's flashbacks are the most important of the three flashbacks, story-wise. Yeah. Story yeah. Their impact if, on the yeah. main story is massive. If you like Kaladin's flashbacks more than Dalinar's flashbacks, you just, it's because you like Kaladin more. It's because Kaladin's like, the main Dal character, so obviously his, oh, uh, his flashbacks are going to be the most important, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, so that that's a danger with any flashback, and I, I'm just... I see what you're saying, Ben, and seeing the transition from a carefree soul to, hey, Gavilar died. Uh, what do we as a society do about that? And seeing that progression on the Shattered Plains from Eshenai's point of view and her turning into that general, that yeah. does sound pretty cool, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would have them start much earlier than that. I would literally have them start from like small childhood. Like, well, I do want to see like more of their kids. mom, for sure. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want but, to see them learning stories, learning histories of their people. Oh, yeah. And like, you know. But if I think about the flashbacks as like, what's happening in the flashback, like action-wise, yeah. Benly would be just like doing more, like regardless. Uh, and yeah. seeing that, I think, would be more interesting to me. But I'm a very plot person. I'm a plot-focused person. I love Dalinar's flashbacks because it had such a massive impact on the main plot. Uh, and there, there were massive mysteries that we didn't know about with Dalinar, yeah. so that was great. But, like, I just feel like Eshenai's flashbacks really could be too fluffy, and I don't know if I would like that. Even though if, like, the character progression could be cool, and if they did have an impact on the main plot in the present day, then great, that'd be fine, but maybe Venli would just be a more active protagonist in those flashbacks? Yeah. And that just makes for kind of better reading, in my opinion, when characters are doing things. Mm. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. And it could be that Eshnai's flashbacks are also a vehicle for, like, seeing Venli's progression from the outside. Like, mm. yeah. That, like, we, we can start seeing hints of, like, the Venli we know in the present. Mm. And just, oh, like, yeah. see what, what were the turning points. Okay. But, like, 
but not just handing it to us as like this is what Fenley was thinking in that at that point in time. It's like yeah. we have to piece it together. Yeah, I think that'll mm-hmm. definitely be an element. Like if he goes with that, that seems to it has to inform. If Eshenai's fast flashbacks don't inform Benley's character and plot in some way, That's then they're true. not relevant in my I opinion. I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. which it, it's kind of similar to Adolin in Oathbringer where we really didn't get that many viewpoints from him until part three, I think. Part four. Or four, part four. In Shadesmar, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we really got to see like how he was dealing with the whole Sidious thing from mostly Shallan's perspective. Yeah, because Shallan's so, like, Shallan is misinterpreting things left and right, but like we yeah. can pick up on like, oh, this must be what he's feeling right then because yeah. we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of see it one of two ways. It's very interesting that Brandon would write both of them and put the book more uh, behind, by the way, if writing both. Well, but. that was the plan with Oathbringer. He was going to write Dalinar's, Eshenai's, and Seth's. Yeah. I don't remember him saying Eshenai's, but I remember Dalinar's. No, he was going to write all three, but then he wrote Dalinar's like, this is perfect, I'm not going to write the other oh, two. Oh, so did he not actually end up writing Zeth's flashback? Yeah, no. Okay. no. okay. He was just planning to write it. So he mm-hmm. probably has them solidly outlined, though. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's probably gonna be great. two different scenarios. Either we get Venli's POVs and they're just kind of insufferable because she be- is being the scheming person. And like, maybe mm-hmm. that's not fun to read because it's like, wow, you're awful. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And kind of selfish and arrogant. So like that, yeah. I think that's the main pitfall of Venley flashbacks, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, I find Venley very interesting, but constantly reading that before her change of heart, mm-hmm. that might not be super great. But Eshenize has the pitfall of not enough's happening, and we don't get as much insight as we should, given, you know, how much word count it is in a Stormlight book. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, some of what you've said, you've kind of won me more towards Eshenai flashbacks, because <sighs> I think a lot of... <laughs> A lot of Venli's character, her early character, yeah. is informed by she was the dutiful sister, the responsible one, where while Esh and I was off like exploring and not doing what she was supposed to. And I kind of think seeing sort of her sort of turn into that more like ambitious, like scheming person sort of from the outside of you know, watching her get annoyed at Esh and I for always going off and doing other things could be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like Esh and I, I think like she, she definitely haunts Venley's present day. So there's, there's definitely a, a case to be yeah. made that Esh and I's flashbacks are a good way to show. Oh, that's a her past. That is that's true. Like, yeah. Like she's just, like, she always thinks about it. Yeah. Seeing what Esh and I is exploring like as well could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Venley wasn't doing that. So, like, if there are cool things that Esh and I was finding that, like... I mean, the first meeting. Yeah. Yeah. We get that. Mm -hmm. The first meeting. Oh, for Cavalaros. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah, Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'd get that... Oh, would we get that with with Venley? Benley wouldn't be out scouting. Venley. No, she wouldn't be out scouting. The uh, okay. 
All right, yeah, you guys, yeah. you're winning me over on Eshenai flashbacks. There's a lot of interesting <laughs> yeah. stuff happening here. Yeah. If there yeah, are any yeah. cool lost Natanaton cities that are also out there, down to see that. Yeah, I'm super yeah. down. Like, like, let's explore those. It's a whole ruined kingdom. So there's got to yeah. be other stuff out there. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we got to see the first Gavilar meeting because that would be crazy. Yeah. That's good stuff. And seeing Gavilar's progression through that would be yeah. really cool. Oh. Well. oh, yeah. I, I do want to point out something that occurred to me earlier. We were talking about how whatever the flashbacks are, they have to inform Venli's arc. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. according to the outline, they're going to inform Venli's arc starting in part three. Yeah. That, <laughs> so oh, yeah. maybe we should yeah, so- transition to talking about this. And I'm actually going to go into our word of Brandon mode as we show this uh, fun and exciting colored spreadsheet here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just quick question: Is Venley confirmed to be that third in that third arc, or is that just the most common speculation? No, 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 no. Sorry. So, so viewers on screen, uh, on the video, you can see what's going on, and let, let's let's just do a a quick rundown. Okay. Basically, part one has it. So, Brandon says all the characters are together. We're going to talk about what that means and what that could mm-hmm. mean, but then after part one. Characters split off into separate locations, basically. And group one has five characters in it and is the main plot. And that is every single part of the book. Group two has two characters. Uh, Group three also has two characters. But uh, look where Brandon has the flashbacks. He has the flashbacks starting in part three. Which is what, that's what Grace is referring to there. Oh, I see. Yeah, so it's really hard to see. Oh, yeah, yeah I haven't noticed that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of strange. We, I think that would personally be kind of weird, but if part one huh. has everyone, like, viewpoints from a crap load of people, then, like, maybe Brandon just has to do that? I don't know. Interesting. I just- I just thought it was super interesting because a lot can happen in those first two parts, and yeah. for all we know, yeah. that could pick up once Venley has joined the Knights Radiant and her arc at that point is Whoa, learning to that trust is crazy her. to think about. Holy and crap. So, so whatever whatever the other flashbacks have to be have to be kind of in parallel to, hey, these humans don't trust me and I need to convince them otherwise or something like that. Okay. Yeah, because surely Brandon must have a re- reason for not doing flashbacks until after part two, right? That that is weird. Huh. Brandon yep. would only make structural changes, in my opinion, if he had a really good reason to do it, right? Like, I don't yeah, see yeah. any reason why he wouldn't. Yeah, like, when so I first thought of, looked at this, like, I got like, oh, like, flashback started in part three, and then group three starts mm-hmm. getting viewpoints in part three. That must mean, like, Venley's in group three. No. But I don't think I that's the case. I think okay. that's the case. But because, Well, because... Part group three like has like the least importance. Yep, that's right. How- so it's like I think Venley uh, yeah. would be in one of the more important groups because it is group one. partially her book. Yes, I think ostensibly that would be the case, but in my opinion, we will. This book may end with Venley like joining up with our main cast, but I feel like venley is going to be doing her own thing for mo- for like her plot for most of this book and i see her as being i would agree one. i would agree so let how about we just do a quick read on what 
each of these clusters are doing, okay? Okay. So uh, I'm just going to read what Brandon said here. This book, as I've said before, starts with all the characters together, which, by the way, is weird when you think about Venli, because if you start in your yeah. theory, like, Venli's yeah, not there. What? I don't think that's entirely accurate. No, it, yeah. it can't be. So, uh, then splits into three groups of viewpoints, uh, and Brandon said that they're, like, in different locations. Uh, mm-hmm. The first group is the largest and most involved with five viewpoint characters. Two of these, however, will only have a few viewpoints, and one might just appear in other viewpoints, save for an interlude. That kind of reminds me of kind of like how we saw a lot of Adolin in part one of Oathbringer, mm-hmm. but like we didn't get his viewpoints until later, right? Like he could still be yeah. involved, but not get viewpoints. Really, this is the story of three characters and forms the core arc of the book. The second viewpoint cluster, which is the one I've now finished, follows two characters on a very involved but more narrowly focused plot. The final cluster takes two remaining viewpoint characters and touches lightly upon what they are doing without going into quite as much depth as the other two uh, groups. Mm. And Brandon said, like, there's interweaving uh, of these and, like, uh, and that they, all three of these are in... uh, separate places uh in stormlight update three brandon actually said the primary arc had four characters but he and that the secondary arc had three and he he clearly moved one that confused that confused me a little bit actually i had my predictions based on the earlier one yeah he probably um, moved the one which might not get any povs maybe yeah yeah okay maybe let's talk about all the characters start together because i think what brandon must mean is that of our heroes they start in Irithiru, and then they split off into three separate locations. But mm-hmm. we're still probably getting Venli stuff. That is how I'm interpreting it. That's yeah. the Idea. only thing that makes sense. Yes? It's just hit me. The oh. book openings opens with the retaking of Kolonar. No. I, that's no. a massive thing. No. Yeah. yeah. You, you wouldn't lose it. <laughs> the situation could be a lot different, though. Like, we are going to jump a year. So yeah, things right. will have progressed. Probably dramatically in some cases. I feel like that would be very unsatisfying. Yes. Yeah. Like, Kolodar is just magically retaken. Yeah. Well, no, I no, know. it'd be like a big battle. Like, not just like but magically like, retaken. The book opens with like Adolin appearing in the book with like thousands of troops being. Yeah. The Venli scene we got was in Kolonar, though, I believe. That's that's literally my only point of evidence. Just free attack right there. Like, <laughs> free yeah, attack there. Yeah. The, th- the thing is, probably, like, most all of the fused, like, the dangerous fused are back. It probably just gets progressively more difficult to take Kolonar. That would be such yeah. a massive expedition for our our coalition, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To get there, because you can't go through the Oathgate. Like, it really failed hard. And, I mean... Yeah, if we got the oath gate open and our heroes' troops got in, like maybe we could deal with that. But they also had a lot of singer troops there as well. Like that is yeah. not going to be easy. And I think it is more interesting, as we've seen in the Lyran point of view, where it's like the singers have conquered all of Lethkar basically, and yeah. Kolinar. That that we see that being the struggle. That's much more interesting to me. Yeah, I've, my like little like pine this guy dream is that we'll see some level of like an underground resistance to the singers in Kolinar. I, I think, think that'd be really possible. cool. Yeah. But yeah. that might be a later it might not be in oh, like four. If only we had a character who could like change what they looked like. Right? That'd be right. pretend really to be a singer. Specific oh, skill good. Set. I can't wait to have more of Shalan sneaking around Kolinar. 
Um, <laughs> to, well to be fair, probably. But yeah, it worked out great last time. <laughs> but given that Brandon has read from a Venli point of view, I find it highly unlikely that we wouldn't get Venli until part three. Yes. I, yeah. yeah. When you read that out loud again, I changed my mind. I feel like if if arc one is the primary arc of the book and Venley is a flashback character, <laughs> they have to be in the primary arc. The, the, so. yeah. the Venley has to be in group one. <laughs> I, I refuse yeah. to believe anything else, I can, right? I can see it in being like an adversarial capacity. I feel like she's not to start buddy with, buddy yes. with them. Well, yeah. you, you could very much have a thing where like Venley is in a similar location as let's say Kaladin, because Kaladin's going mm-hmm. to a left car as well. Uh, mm-hmm. he like goes to Hearthstone later in like the Lyran point of view. That's what someone was saying or something. So like, I think so. You could have what you you could have a really fun group one where like you get some Venly point of views and being like somewhat of an antagonist to Kaladin, and we get to see those viewpoints interweaving, and like they're still in the same place, so it feels connected, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Serini versus Shrathen feels connected. They're in the same place. But they're antagonists. Like group, they they don't all have to be our heroes going on an adventure yeah, together. That, right? that definitely goes into my theory. Yeah. Of Id- Id- identities of what these five characters are. Ah, which I don't know right, if we want right, to start right. going into our guesses. So Ben gave us homework and asked us to do for us to each lay out the characters in group one, group two, and group three, and see what we think is what and uh so we're gonna go around robin and speculate on that uh ben even though he gave the homework assignment did it right now so yeah. well done. i mean i didn't even write them down <laughs> well that's fine that's fine so ian why don't we start with you so what do you think group one what do you think group two what do you think group three paint us okay. a picture so group one is in alice Carr. i think that's, that's kaladin and venley yeah <laughs> and it also has adolin as okay. Kaladin's like friend in right hand. Okay. And then the two remaining viewpoint characters that don't get as many viewpoints would be Moash uh-huh. and Relaine. Oh. Relaine being the one that might not get any except for an interlude. Okay. Hmm. All right. Because okay. I, I, like I think it. Relaine would be a good counterpoint to Venley. Mm. And then Moash kind of being a foil to Adolin in terms of Kaladin because like they're bo- they were oh, both his new BFF <laughs> but just like seeing that how that all interacts that's so interesting to hear Ian group two I think will be Dalinar and Shallan it'll be okay. mostly politicking so I could see it not necessarily being all in one place, but it'd be like traveling to different places, kind of like shoring up the um, coalition and like trying to recruit more into the coalition. With like Shalon kind of like doing some light espionage on the side. And then group three, I think, will be Yasna and either Navani or Renarin, I can't quite decide. Mm. But like focusing on like the mysteries of Urethiru. I mean, I, I, def- I definitely think there's an Urethiru, and I definitely think there's an Alathkar. Like, I think those are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What okay, one of those other ones is doing, I don't know. Ben, what do you think? So, 
mine are really bad guesses and not as well thought <laughs> That's out. That's what happens Ian's. when you procrastinate on your homework, kids. <laughs> yes. I mean, I literally thought through this like five minutes before we started recording. So, so. oh, you're just saying you're better than, <laughs> is that what? No. <laughs> so my part one, the five characters in arc one. Kaladin, because he's the main character. <laughs> I mean, we should get more Kaladin in this book. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Shallan, because she's okay. the other main character. <laughs> okay. Venli, because she's the other main character. Okay, all right. And then the two lesser ones are Adolin and Renarin, and I think that plot also will be focused on the taking back of Alethkar. Arc two, the very narrowly focused plot. I have Zeth. And I've oh, lived. That. Oh. Yeah, that, that's the thing. There's so many characters that it's like, wait, who gets what? Is like Renarin going to get more? Is Navani going to get more? I don't know. Like yeah. these are all possible. Like holy okay. crap. Okay, I, 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 I kind of want to revise mine now. <laughs> no, out, we're going to go around. Robin said he starts out in prison though, so he at least. Yeah. That's that's true. I he did say that. That was this, which is really good to say. Zeth starts in prison in this book. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like brand new. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, brand cool. new. Hot um, take. So, Zeth and Lift I, is probably my most well thought out <laughs> one <laughs> because I. Lo- <laughs> I know there's so many characters to choose from, though. Like, you, you listed a bunch of characters, but we have more viewpoints because Ben hasn't even gotten to like Moash here, yeah, right? I, completely yeah. forgot. I, 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 completely I know. Forgot about it's hard. I don't, I don't think we're going to get all of these characters. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, Zeth and Lyft, I think, will be the narrowly focused plot, mainly because I found them incredibly entertaining in Oathbringer, <laughs> and I just, I, I just want more of that. I just okay. want Zeth, Lyft, Nightblood, I want them going on adventures. I don't care what the adventure is. Uh, and that's why it's narrowly focused, because it's just them, like, I don't know, finding pancakes or something. Yeah, that doesn't definitely matter. fits for <laughs> Rhythms of War. Yep, that's right. Yep, yep. Uh, and then the last one I have as uh, Dalinar, and either Navani slash Yasna, because... I think that that core group will stay at Urethiro, and yeah. that's where we're going to get Urethiro information from. And they were politicking, Urethiro mysteries, that's where that will happen, is in there. Yep. Oh, and there, there's another thing that Dalinar gets a lot less in this book, uh, more like Words yeah, of that's Radiance why I put him in than, part three, than uh, say, uh, book three and book five, there's going to be a lot of Dalinar. So we will get a lot yeah. of Dalinar in book five, and he'll have a big moment, because Originally, Dalinar was going to be book five, which is crazy to think about. But yeah. David, what do you think? Okay, so I also want to put the qualifier on this that I accidentally made these off of his earlier character things. And so I had to reshuffle at the last minute because now there's different numbers of characters in different places. I so. only waited till last night to do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Uh, okay, so I... 100% agree that like there will be like an Alethkar battle, but I have combined that with Urethiru because I feel like oh. Urethiru is... Brandon set up a fast travel system in his world for a reason because he's not interested in people walking around. And so I feel like they're going to be administering the battle pretty effectively from Urethiru. And we'll have some scenes from the front and some scenes from Urethiru, but that will all be one like cast of characters in my mind. Uh, for people I have there... I have Kaladin. Venli is like the antagonist opposition. Yeah. Uh, and then the less... Im- it's only four, right? And then no, it's Yasna five. as queen. There's five, five. in book one. Oh, I forgot Yasna's queen. Yasna yeah. is queen. So I feel like she's got to be there, being queen. Uh, okay. And then... Dalinar oh yeah, for the, the Kaladin, one. for the Kaladin and Yasna romance. 
That's confirmed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because they've been getting along so well up till now. Uh, like and then been a year, they could have gotten along fabulously. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't mean to. If that's your theory in your ship, your ship is your own, and that's cool. Uh, For sure. And it, All it is ships totally are valid. Cool. It would that's be consistent right. with a lot of romantic comedies. So, <laughs> To be fair, it would. This is true. Uh, but Dalinar will be there in a lesser capacity, the one who might will get lesser or perhaps no POVs for a, a period of time. And then I guess I have to pick one more person to go there since it's so five wait, now. Who, who in your mind are the core three characters that are in group one? You're the saying Calden, Venley, and who's the third one? Well, now I have to decide because I felt like <laughs> Dalar and Yasna are both in the background. I would throw probably Adolin if I had to pick. Okay. Okay, and so my next two, these are now kind of just like me, sh- like just like guessing. So all get right. ready well, for that. I mean, we all are. True, but <laughs> it's a little, a little less likely. Second arc. Horn Eater Peaks. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I, I, think, I like that for a group too. Yeah. Brandon's put a lot of like, I feel like he does a pretty good job of introducing concepts pretty noticeably right before they're about to become important. So like you mentioned Don Shard one and then never again, but he talks about Urethiru a lot in book one. And then, oh, it's really important for book two. Mm-hmm. And they've been hinting that there's something big going on in the Horn Eater Peaks. It's At weird. Particularity. It's related to the unmade. So Shalon is like our unmade person. So she is going to be going there because she is the person. Who deals person. That Shalon is our unmade person is an amazing statement. That with Oathbringer <laughs> is incredible. That is go. hilarious. Yeah, but I feel like, and they've also talked about the strategic importance of holding the Horn Eater Peaks as a defense against oh. a left car. Oh, you're right. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I feel like a like it'll be Shalon and like maybe Adolin, maybe Renarin, but one of those two, because I feel like they can do some incognito stuff with illusions if Renarin does or does not figure that out. Uh, and potentially some members of, of Bridge 4 along with like Rock, because I feel like he would be going back to mm-hmm. Hornator Peaks. That's and, really interesting because Brandon has said, oh, the Rock novella basically has to happen before book four. That was my question. That's the only thing that weakens my thoughts about it, but I feel like that's a pretty big plot line. If the humans get control of the perpendicularity in a side book, that's a big deal. Yeah, there could be some hinting, there could be some setup, but I feel like we have to have main action there in the books for it to make sense because it's a really important location. And then for my third arc, this is just completely out there. <laughs> uh, Ash Tom. Hanging out for the, for the tertiary, tertiary one. Ash trying to do her best to reawaken Tom. There has to be a little bit of progression. Like he can't just keep doing nothing. Like he got introduced at the end of book one. <laughs> at a certain point, he has to do something. And I feel uh, like he was counted as one of the ten. What more do you want, David? That's the biggest thing he's done since he walked into Colinar and dropped his sword and fell over. And then his sword got stolen. <laughs> He caught two darts once. I can't wait yeah. for town flashbacks where we get to flashback through through those key moments of him not doing anything. <laughs> All his flashbacks are just him repeating his speech. Over I would, like, <laughs> him in the cart ride between Kolinar and oh, the Shadow yeah, Plains, just, like sitting there with Hoyd talking in the background. Yeah, yeah. We could find out who has that honor blade. Don't you yes. want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most I important do. information. Grace, what but do you that think? That is my prediction. Okay. Great. Arc 1, Warren Kolinar. Venli, Kaladin, Moash, main three. 
uh, Liren Relaine as the side two. Relaine as a uh, spy who has been working in the Lethkar since Oathbringer. Um, Arc two, Shalon and Adolin, that they are going to go on some side quest to ferret out some secret that the ghost bloods and Yasna and everyone wants. And it's also going to be a really cute honeymoon type thing. Oh yeah. I completely forgot they were married. (laughs) 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 There are a lot of plot lines going on. I'm glad Brandon has a plan. Like there's so many ways things can go. I haven't I haven't decided where they're going yet. I liked David's uh, horny near peak theory. That's, that's a good one. That's solid. That's really good. And then third arc, Dalinar's death, Erythru politicking. There, we we know both of them are going to have most of their main plot in book five. So I think this is kind of going to be touching on what they're doing, but a lot of setup for what their arcs are going to be then. You you said Dalnar's Seth, and I thought you said Dalnar's death, and I was like, "Oh, I, that's definitely what I heard." <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely that. my bad. But I was like, "Bold prediction." <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. we're not getting a lot of Dalnar. Is Seth actually turns back and kills Dalnar finally? <laughs> like, I am sick of you after all. <laughs> Those are my I'm joining Nail. By the way, that's an entire other plot line involved oh. with like Nail That'd and be part the Skybreakers. Of the Zeth lift. Pancake, you know, quest. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. just pranking the skybreakers, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, mine is not fully fleshed out, but here's group one. We got Kaladin, uh, Venli, right? Liren, because here's here's the thing. We got a Liren reading, right? And yeah. Brandon has said in this that he has not written interludes yet. So that means, like, Liren could legit be a POV character in this. That is possible. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of, like, how Navani had POVs in, like, Words of Radiance. like And Way of Kings. Well, that's in, true. That's, I yeah, said this yeah, in, like, we said this before the podcast, but, like, Sen in Way of Kings had one. The, op- the chapter one was a completely different character. You got one chapter and then we moved on. See, I have plans for I Liren. Liren. I, I have, yeah. uh, I have a solid Liren idea here. Okay? I agree it's possible that it could he could become a larger character. I, it's possible. I mean, I want to see a book with Kaladin and Liren, uh, like dealing with stuff in Lethkar in a war. That sounds really interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, then we also have to have Moash because Moash is with the singers so like that makes sense right uh, I keep trying to forget about him yeah I know I know but he's in there right I don't know who the fifth one is like I definitely think Moash could be uh, a character who gets few viewpoints except for like interludes and we just see him from another point of view like I think that makes a lot of sense we could like see Venli interacting with Moash but not like see Moash viewpoints right mm-hmm I don't know who number five is, to be to join, be honest. Join on me this. with Relaine as a spy in a left car. <laughs> Relaine is he's pretty good. But Relaine I have had experience guy. as a spy. And Yeah. That oh, is oh. true. So so one idea is so I think other two possibilities in group one are either Adolin or Zeth. Because first of all, getting Kaladin and Zeth together in a long engagement uh fighting is Sounds incredible. Also, if you were to send, if you were the coalition and you were sending 
your best fighters to do some fighting in a left car in in a book called tentatively rhythms of war kaladin adolin and zeth sound real good and real solid for fighting so like maybe yeah. lirin is like just occasional viewpoints and like adolin's there and maybe we yeah, get kaladin adolin zeth See, I could but, definitely see like Kaladin fighting and then talking to Adolin, like cleaning up the aftermath of the war and having that being like a whole thing. Cause Liren's going to be a healer on the back lines in this situation. True. But so my issue with that uh-huh. is that I don't want Adolin and Shalon to separate again. We, they just got married at the end of Oathbringer and we haven't had time to see them as a couple. But they've had a year. Like, they've had a year, and we've all seen them together like, in part one. But I think that's a valid concern. We, yeah. as the readers, have not seen them, even if there was a year, which I think. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Vale can go to the Horn Eater Peaks, and Shalon can stay with Adeline. <laughs> oh no! On the no, Shattered Plane. <laughs> we don't need more characters in this list to decide from, uh, David. Group two, Shalon is group two and she is doing ghost bloody crap i don't know what she's doing but like ghost bloody stuff like maybe she's going to like fever to find feverstone keep or something i don't know uh Are you s- stealing the the theory i put in our ferreting out the secrets of feverstone no, but see, keep. i don't i don't think it needs to be shalon and adolin uh like it could be shalon and renarin or shalon and yasna like i think those are pretty solid or I don't like think Yasna's yes. gonna leave her Ethereum. No, I I yeah, agree I with that. She's queen now. She's staying. I guess that's true. But like, I really like Hornita Peaks, and I think I like Group Two doing that. Like, I think that's so yeah. good. Like, there's there's a lot of stuff going on there. It I feels think. like a solid B plot to me. It could yeah. be like <laughs> Shalon and Rock go to the Hornita Peaks together, oh. and like the novella is getting Rock like ready to start that process like you have to do that to get to rock in a certain place true because he's got to be ready to come back and be king because that's essentially been hinted that he's gonna be the new atoma Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if so if there's going to be fighting on the horn eater peaks adolin can go there yeah yeah that's true that's true and so i think group three it's got to be dalinar is group three i think is yeah is so solid yeah I'm coming uh, and, around to that. And group three is Urethiru, but like if that's Urethiru, then like are we not gonna get Urethiru lit up in book four? Like I I really wanted that. Cool. It'll happen in the end, I bet. Like I feel like that'll be like the out of the hat moment that they kind of pull in a lot of these where they're like, oh no, things are bad, and then oh Urethiru works. Yeah. Now we're winning. So like with Dalinar, like Dalinar Yasna seems pretty solid because those would probably both be in Urethiru. Like Dalinar's <sighs> not gonna be on the front lines, right? Okay, that's. I am suspicious of any of your outlines that do not include all five of the like front five in some capacity, like Seth. Who are the front five? So, Kaladin, Shalon, Venli, Dalinar, and Zeth, and a cup. I think Ian and Eric both didn't include Zeth. Well, you put them in include Zeth, but I also think it's possible Dalinar Zeth could be group three because like Zeth is like with Dalinar, like. I, I, it's, it's like Dalinar Yasna or Dalinar Zeth. Or like yeah. Dalinar Navani also is, yeah. is solid as well. <laughs> or the I, record, now that I remember Seth exists, <laughs> he, I have re- since revised mine based on comments that have been made. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay, in my head. Zeth. Yeah, Ian, where, did, where have you put Zeth? Um, so I have made um, Shalon and Renarin 
as group two going to the um, horn eater piece. <laughs> like, I like, that's a great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> great because, yeah. As um, David said, like, Shalon is our unmade gal. And then, like, Renarin, like, has Gliss, who is touched by Sianat. Oh, and grouping them oh, together yeah. to. And she's looking with- for Sianat. Sianat mm-hmm. and like Moloch's going to the Horn Eater Peaks so we could get like more unmade stuff with Sianat stuff. Oh man, that yeah. sounds tight. No, and I think then... I think Renarin is going to be uh, working the Oath Gates for all of Book Four. Oh, that'd be so sad. <laughs> and That's then a- I would put Dalinar and Seth as Group Three because I don't think Seth is going to separate from Dalinar. Like he swore to Dalinar. And, yeah. and I think there was a thing Brandon said that Zeth has also less of a role in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind of what I was thinking. Was More like of in an my head, character, I think. I don't know. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Seth being book five, his character, and he's got to go cleanse the Shin, his arc got pressed pause for book four. He, we have to wait until he can go cleanse the Shin. So he'll do some little stuff, but he's not going to experience a large amount of character growth in book four. Yeah. I think Dalnar Zeth's a pretty good idea. Can, can I tell you guys my amazing group one? Uh, Calden Liren plan that I have. Okay. Let's do it, man. You are sure. All right. <laughs> so we have Calden and Liren. Calden is with Liren in in this, and Venli and Moash are like being antagonists to this. And there comes a point where like we get a big battle, and it's kind of like echoing kind of what happened in Kolinar, but this time it's going to go differently because this is going to be the time where Kaladin is, instead of just, like, like freezing up and not being able to do something, he, this is going to be the time where he's going to make amends. He's going to swear that fourth oath. But what has Liren always said? He needs, Liren uh, has always said that Kaladin needs to take a step back. Like, Cal, oh, you know? And so there's oh, going to be a point. How there's, dare you? There's going to be a point. <laughs> Like Batman, where Kaladin needs to like save Liren or Hasina or something or Oridin, uh, right? And don't like Oridin saying these words. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but see, like Kaladin and Liren together, they're going to be talking about this, and uh, and Kaladin is gonna need to realize that he can't save everyone, as Liren always said, and he has to let Liren go, and Liren dies. But Kaladin gets his plate and then he saves the the day and it it like kind of redeems like what his failure in colonar boom done nailed it how that if that happens i will be so mad you can bleep that yeah (laughs) (laughs) does does calden need to lose a failure member for every point in his because that's gonna he's only got two left after that no no, he, he swore the third ideal. I mean, he, I guess he kind of lost Moash, but, you know, that's yeah, fine. I was going to say he almost he, lost still. Kind yeah. Of oh, yeah, okay, okay, that's, yeah. True. Okay, that's true. Alan's story is killing people so he can progress. Like, you yeah. know, you know, uh, David, you, you can't... You, you, you either save or you kill. Not, and they, mm-hmm. Calden made those those choices. Yeah. I, I, I like this. I, I, I'm actually pretty... I, I like this a lot. Because like that that gives closure so to much, yeah. that gives so a lot sense. of closure to like Liren and Kaladin's like philosophical struggle and like Kaladin's constant struggle of like he puts himself into everything right 
And like, yeah. he needs to get over that to swear to the fourth ideal, which we think is going to be like, hey, you can't protect everyone. Yeah. We don't know, yeah. but. But no, that you can't protect everyone does square very well with what Liren's been saying since day one. So, so ex- exactly. So that's why I'm like Liren POV. We're going to get Kaladin and Liren stuff. Or maybe maybe like it's just occasional POVs, but Cal- Liren is with Kaladin, right? Like, and so he's mm-hmm. one of the few viewpoint in those in those five. So that that's that's my that's my group one uh Calden Liren story. Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> oh by the way, we 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 I haven't included Renarin really or like what the crap's going on with Nail and the Skybreakers with Odium's forces, which is just insane. There's so many yeah. and I didn't even include Lyft. Like I don't even know. <laughs> like Lyft Lyft doesn't necessarily need POVs, like I don't even know. Yeah, yeah when I got, she, when she's I got the, a back five person. So yeah, like, yeah, she'll be fine. around, but like she's not driving. She the could block. be hanging out in her Ethereum and like hijinks happen. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, every time I get a lift POV, I'm like, oh, cool, but I don't really expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another hanging thread is the missing listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why Relay being in a left car is really solid. I think like that. That's pretty good. But, that's where I feel like that's where he is, though, is he's with them. Yeah, 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 that's true. But, like, that, that's, I don't think that's going to connect to the Alcar arc. It's, like, it's too different. Like, that, yeah. that, those are very far apart. I could see him and having something to do with Venley. I think Relaine will yeah. ultimately end up interacting with Venley in an important way. I mean, the, the missing listeners could have walked to left turn. I think they uh, would want she... to stay hidden. I, yeah. I'm thinking, if you wanted a group of, so... Whilst we were talking about this, uh, this arc between taking a left car, you're going to need singers to help you out. You need singers on your side. Mm-hmm. The missing singers are a fantastic group of singers to be that group of singers you need on your side. Mm-hmm. They were last seen in the Shattered Plains, which our good guys still own. So yeah, they could we, find them on the Shattered Plains, bring them to Erythero, whack them through the Colon Earthgate, bish bash bosh, you're all good. Yeah, and I think, I think that... Uh, <laughs> Venley's belief of herself as being the last of the singers, it will be it's listeners. important because those are there are more singers still. Listeners. Or listeners, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My sorry for all of the musically related terms that I'm mixing <laughs> up here, but she's not the last listener. And I think it's important. Like her realization that she is not the last listener is gonna be important. Yeah. So I kind of have an idea with the characters. I said how I think the Alethkar interactions will go. Okay. I think Kaladin will sort of will be with Liren kind of doing trying to bring up like a human resistance among the people. He's going to form his new squad. I, whatever. Of the space whales? No. That that's book five, of course. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh Liren will be with him and we'll see the few p- viewpoints he has, sort of the same events, but from the perspective of someone who doesn't like fighting, but kind of maybe this is necessary at this point of time. We're going to have Venli trying to kind of subvert some of the singers to maybe not believe what the Fused are saying. And Relaine is going to be in a Lethgar as a spy, one of those singers. That's how that's going to interact. Because he's going to listen to what Venli's saying. And maybe even that's how the missing listeners will come up with if he interacts with her and tells her. 
And then the mawash will be like the one point of view in this that is firmly with the singers and the fused and is on their yeah. side. Yeah, mawash seems okay. he's made his choices. Um, I have a small question. Yes. Do you think Venli would recognize Relaine on sight? I yes. don't know how close they were. I don't think so. I think Relaine like, would recognize Venli on sight. I think he's yes. going to recognize her. I think... I don't think they were close. He was a spy in the war camps. Yeah. She was mm-hmm. a scholar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, how many listeners were there? That's, that's my thing, is that it was a very small community. I mean, it was a city. I mean, it was, was a city. They, they did marshal a lot of forces, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like, she might not know, like, him personally, but, like, would she recognize him? Like, wait, I know you. I've, I it's feel like, like she, those like guys that you went to high school with, but it's like never interacted with. Yeah, it's like, yeah, eh. I think he could be familiar with like she might like eventually realize, but like there are people that you see in your life day to day that you don't recognize when you're around people change over yeah. time. So I feel like yeah. if they didn't have a super strong connection and it's also been <laughs> five years since they've seen each other, she it's might not recognize eight. him. And well, also you, you could also get like some Relaine stuff in the flashbacks as well. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like, yeah. Like we, that's super easy to f- f- slot in here because it, it wouldn't exactly be a hole because we have never had any reason to have Relaine and Venley talk. But like, they, there could be some relationship there. Like, we mm-hmm. we have absolutely no idea. Really, yeah. there could be a lot of interesting things with those flashbacks. With that, oh, that that's why you you don't get flashbacks till part three because. Uh, Venley and Relaine don't meet until the end of part two. Easy. Done. Uh, there you go. Done. Nailed it. I yeah, don't I was, believe that. I was thinking about what could happen and uh, yeah. like that could cause them. And I was thinking the catalyst of Venley learning she's not the last singer could be an interesting like oh, catalyst to start, to start her flashbacks. remembering her flashbacks. Fr- yeah. Oh. Okay. I actually really like that. That's really good. <laughs> oh. Hmm. A lot can happen we'll in two out. parts that Fenley has some sort of obscure form of memory loss and that it will gradually come back to her. <laughs> <of course. laughs> See, you, you know, with Venley, we also have to have her hide from the fused being a surge binder, which is crazy in and of itself, you mm. know, like there's, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah. Uh, so are we, so we're pretty solid with group one being a stuff. Right. Yes. And yeah. group three is probably Erethiru stuff with Dalnar and a friend. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that's pretty solid. Kaladin and a, a plus one, plus two, and Venli and Moash being group one, I think is mm-hmm. solid. Like maybe Grace, maybe what happened was Shalon and Adolin originally went together in group two, but then mm-hmm. Brandon decided that that was not necessary and moved Adolin to group one or something. Like, I want to see Shalon and Adolin's relationship progress, but we can also get that in part one, and then, like, stuff happens. Uh, That's possible. Now that that he said it, I like the idea of Shalon, Adolin, and, like, a group of Bridgman and Shalon squires going to the Horn Eater Peaks, because we do have Adolin having some rapport with the Bridgman. Yeah. yeah. And I think that could be interesting if, like... Mm-hmm. Maybe. And I, I think it could be interesting with, like, we think a subversion of, we think the main battle is going to be in a left card, but a lot of that is the subterfuge. 
and the Horneater Peaks is where we get like oh. fighting between like Windrunner Bridgman, Adolin with his shard blade. But and I I, I think that's treading ground that was tread in Oathbreaker, where like mm. the the idea was that like where's the big battle? Like probably Kolinar, because that's yeah. like we have to retake Kolinar. But it ended up being Phelan City yeah. instead. So it's like having that happen again. Yeah, but yeah. I, so like it being in Horneater Peaks, like a big battle there, like does sound really cool, especially around mm-hmm. the perpendicularity. I bet that's a massive strategic importance for Odium's forces. Yeah, and also like the main, like you know, the main campaign theater being a Lethkar could be an easy way for them to be drawing attention off of the Horneater Peaks as a spot they want. Like you know, it'd be easy to have like a small strike team going there while yeah, the yeah. enemy's attention is focused yeah. primarily on the battle for Kolinar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there'll definitely be a big battle at some point. Like, yeah. even and though then, this is not going to be war. like, uh, even though it's more of a book one style thing and not like a big climactic ending like Words of Radiance and Oathbringer, book one had the Battle of the Tower. That was a big, big deal. <laughs> there was a lot of fighting in that book. Yeah, yeah. That battle might be like my favorite on rereads. I. <laughs> Oh, Battle of the Tower. There's a lot of emotions. Yeah, I, I love rereading the Battle of the Tower. I do, I do like rereading. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, all the endings are just... Brandon re-endings are really great to reread, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I really like Horneater Peaks, David. That's, that is solid, I, solid stuff. Here. I just want to see it so bad. It's got the Shadesmar stuff, and it's got Perpendicularity stuff, and it's got Unmade stuff. The only and- issue I have with that is that... Uh, I really want to see Shallan doing ghost bloody things and like because that was so under underdone in Oathbringer that like having Shallan go on a mission that isn't that it would be a disappointment. Oh, you have an mm-hmm. idea, Ian. Let me say this. Ghostbloods are a world hopping organization. They have to get on and off planet somehow. You're not going through Odium's perpendicularity or like your honors. You're you gotta go through cultivations. Yeah, so there might be like an enclave of the ghost bloods in the Horn Eater Peaks, just like as a, like a staging ground for like people going in, people coming out. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. sure, you're totally right. So what you're saying is for the third book in a row, um, Raze is going to be like Shalon, this thing you're doing. Turns out I want you to do it anyway. <laughs> Raze is like. Raze is like, I found the best. She keeps doing what I wanted to do. Why did we even recruit her? We could have just let her go and do what she wants and she'll do all that stuff for us anyway. I know. I I feel like they've really strongly set up for the day when Raze is going to ask her to do something that she is not willing to do. And that will be... Oh, yeah. That'll be interesting. But it's working yeah. out so far. It's working out really well for him, I assume. Could be something like the end of part one, Raze tells her he wants her to, like, he wants the Hornet Peak secured and then she has to convince Dalinar that it's a good idea strategically to send a team there. That's a good gray thing too, because it's kind of, you know, it's not a, you know, she's, it's not necessarily a bad idea, but she's advocating for other reasons than good reasons. Well, like he's already asked her to like search for Siana. Like what if Mm -hmm. she gets like reports that like Siana is in the Horn Eater P. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the fact that Moloch is there in my head, they don't know a lot about the unmade, so I could see them chasing after just any unmade they know anything about, mm-hmm. and using that as a way to try to figure out where some other ones might be. So yeah. I I was looking at what uh 
Josh, he he posted a thread outlining this. Uh, and he his theory was group three down Naryazna. Uh, so Eurythiri stuff. And then uh, he had group one, Kaladin, Venli, Zeth, Adolin, Moash. Okay, fine. And for some reason, I've read this and I even read it last night where uh, he's like, oh, group two is going to be Shallan and Renarin and they're going to go to the Hornita Peaks. I knew this, <laughs> but still I forgot it. And so when David said Hornita Peaks, I was like, damn, I'm in. Wait, <laughs> who posted this? Jafu. Oh, oh, I said yeah. Josh. And I was like, I do not see a lot of theorizing out of sorry. Josh nowadays. Yeah, Josh, <laughs> no, no, no. Jo- yeah, sorry. You're, you're right. Too many Joshes. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think these are three really solid things. It's hard to get every character down. But I, I think these yeah. main three are three distinct locations that make a lot of sense uh, to be relevant. <laughs> Put in the comments below below what you think the three exactly. groups are. Yes. And, you and what your plot lines. You're totally stupid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I cannot wait for us to be completely wrong. I mean, Oathbringer <laughs> I mean, had a few uh, curveballs with Odium just showing up at the end of part two, and maybe mm-hmm. something weird happens at the end of part two of this, and then we get flashbacks. And Kelsier yeah, just shows up. <laughs> Blah. That's- that's her sound. Bleh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kelsier's here. Yeah, and there's there's so many crazy, crazy things that can happen. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really interesting how Group Two, its ending's Part Four, and Group Three's ending is Part Five, and it's also interesting oh, how Group Three <laughs> isn't labeled in Part One, but I feel like that must be a, like kind of a mistake, right? What do you mean? Like, look at the look at the spreadsheet that Brandon has. Well, I think they might not get viewpoints in part one. They're around. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, great. Yeah. Okay, great, great. Okay, great. Yeah. Still don't yeah, understand don't... how Venley's grouped as together uh, with everyone else, but I think it's got to just be the heroes are all together before yeah. they split. Mm. All that means is when he says they're in the same place, they're all on Rosha. No, no, no. You <laughs> know where they're they all are. Everyone's connected in the spiritual realm. <laughs> Easy. But as for like group two, their climax being in part four, like this is more of a words of radiant, not words of radiance, way of kings mm-hmm. plot yeah. structure. So it's not not everything is being tied up in one big event. So it's yeah, like that's true. Yeah, yeah their plot just wraps up then. Yeah, they, they they're not building off of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely feel like this is just me spitballing. I don't want to not to be about her, but I do feel like if people, if there's another book people aren't going to like, I feel like book four would be an easy place for it to slow down a little bit and be a little less exciting because we're going back to people being in different spots. We're being back to mm-hmm. just kind of less of a yeah. everything being tied together in the end and a big climax. Yeah. I mean, but still good. I mean, uh, there are definitely quite a few people who didn't like Oathbringer who thought like, mm-hmm. like the plot was weak, which is weird to me because I thought the plot was the strongest part of the book. Uh, it is important for Brandon to, you know, deal with different plot structures because if you tried to up the Battle of Thalen Field every book, you just can't. Mm, yeah. That. And that, so, yeah, yeah, for pacing reasons, it's kind of my thought. Like, you have to take a pause sometime in your larger structure. 
And like, there's so much happening that it makes sense for characters to split up. And so maybe he just realized, hey, characters need to split up. So this this sort of plot structure makes more sense. And we can we can do this rather than a really big climactic battle because you know we're gonna have a massive climactic battle uh in book five and then maybe. who knows what's gonna happen maybe I the world will explode Br- brandon did say that the book five would have more of a book two three style ending oh no i was just i'm, I'm joking i'm sure oh. there'll be one battle in book five for oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just a few. yeah yeah right no battles whatsoever it's just a duel between the champions is the only <laughs> higher book five you know, it's just it's just one hundred fifty thousand words of just like Dalinar and Aaron, some other person Moash smashing swords together. Nobody, duel- yeah, nobody's watching. You're like, just like, oh. yeah, no one's watching. <laughs> a duel of champions really sounds like a uh, a song of ice and fire t- book title. A duel of champions, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. wait, that's that's not a that's not where we are. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on these? We got Don't. three arcs. Um, Easy. Just that Brandon's build completion wrong on this little chart <laughs> well uh That's guys he has people guys <laughs> uh, brandon doesn't know how to spell and even in like shadows of self and bands of mourning he wrote silver instead of tin so i just i just want to point that out <laughs> yeah but that's a thing that i mean brandon that's still different does. because he it was originally silver he but like completion Really? Brandon is just never really bad at spelling. He's not very good. He's gotten better, but he's not very good. And his capitalization on Reddit posts is crazy. Don't even think about that. Like, he capitalizes listeners. I swear if he says that uh, listeners is the species name like he did several things ago, I'm gonna flip out so hard. But, duh. Yeah. And He's not perfect, is, but he's pretty great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is definitely stuff that's gonna be going on in the book that we haven't talked about. That we even like, we know there's a new Dustbringer in this book. Uh, mm-hmm. That's true. Just stuff like that. So. Yeah. See, Renarin doesn't need to be chauffeuring people uh, because we'll just get random new radiance that happened in in between uh, book three and four. Yes, Ben. If the second arc is around the Hornet of Peaks. Then do you know who else can turn up? Oh, Vivenna. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another dimension that is like, oh, are when yeah. are we gonna see Vivenna Zahel Night Nightblood stuff? When is that gonna pay off? I have no idea. Yeah, that's true. That's a yeah. whole other aspect. And we know that Teravangian sent at least one agent of the diagram to the peaks. Oh God, sure. I completely forgot about Teravangian. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole Teravangian <laughs> part here. Oh uh, God, I'm not writing these books. I, I know. <laughs> This yeah. this is like stressful just to think about ooh, where yeah. all the pieces can go. Uh, he sent Joshore, the head of the Silent Gatherers, think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So there's R- Rashar has no lack of secret groups just skulking around various and apparently Nail and Kalak just fraternizing with Sons of Honor because that makes sense. I wonder if that's funny for them if they're just like kind of giggling to themselves as they're like we got to get these heralds and they're like yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> you're like oh yeah good luck with that <laughs> they'll definitely help you yeah the, the, the headline missing woman joins search for self <laughs> <laughs> Shalon 
is our unmade person. That's my favorite line out I of this. I stand by that. It, yeah. I think it's very accurate. I stand by it too. Well, uh, we got this reading at Dragon Con, and we're gonna have presumably we're gonna have Dragon Con words of Brandon, and so that'll happen soon. Uh, we also recorded a Who's That Cosmere character episode, which will be out sometime when news stops <laughs> happening it'll it'll be up and uh mm-hmm. i do just want to let you know if you're an audio listener that uh shardcast is going on a every other week schedule as you no doubt have maybe realized because editing these takes a long time and i'm at time and a half overtime and i'm gonna be moving next month it's gonna be great uh, ben's gonna be edison a bunch next month yeah yeah but like Imagine recording every weekend and I'm like, wow, I don't have time. <laughs> but when when books come out, like maybe before Stormlight 4, we're going to have more weekly podcasts. Definitely when Stormlight 4 comes out, we're going to have some weekly podcasts for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully I will be less busy and we will <laughs> deal with workload better and that'll be good. So we hope you guys enjoyed this and you know what time it is. It's time for Who's That? Cosmere character. This character is from Roshar. Menace. Tien. Tom. Braze. Void in drag on a horse. <laughs> it's time for Who's That? Cosmere character. Call. So, welcome to Who's That Cosmic Character. This is the game show where you guys send in five clues to WTCC at 70shard.com. And a character. And you also send in, and a character as well. Don't send, not send in the character. And then uh, we then read out the five clues and these guys try to guess who it is. And Great. if they don't, they suck. And if they do, they win. Don't worry, Ian's here. We'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm not infallible. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, so glad you're so humble. Clue number one. This character is an elderly man. Taravangian. It's not Taravangian. Thank God. What does it mean to be elderly? <laughs> I love how we, we could do an entire new intro where it's like, what does it mean to be a friend? What does it mean to be elderly? What does it mean Vasher to be married? Is way older than Taravangian, but I wouldn't call him elderly. Yeah, he's already well, then dead. Well, don't guess him then. then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not guessing. <laughs> he's not my guess. Um, I'm going to guess Menace. It's wow. not Menace. I'm surprised Eric didn't wow. go for that one immediately. <laughs> I know. <laughs> wow. Who's old? In the I've got an idea. <laughs> are you going to guess it? Well, it seems like it's, it's Eric's turn, so I'm just taunting him that he can't oh. think of something. Oh, okay. I'm thinking. I'm tired. I'm hungry. <laughs> just say it whenever. Yeah, just say it whenever. It's not oh, okay. I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, Gautona. It's not Gautona. Okay, I know that was meant. going to be my next guest. So thank you. <laughs> that was also my next guest. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, great guys. <laughs> I'm gonna guess Yeden. No, he's not old. He's not. Old. I, I well, read Gautona's uh, wiki article. Well, you said the words. So. I did. You That's said Yeden. It's not Yeden. That's fine. Clue number two. This person saves the life of the main character of the story they are in. How do you save someone? <laughs> what does it mean to be saved? What is a main character? What is a main character? Who saved Kaladin? Yeah, is Dalinar considered, like, what was the one again? An elderly man? Elderly man and saves the main character. We would not say that Dalinar is an elderly man. No, you can't fight in, like, actively fight in combat and be like, oh, he's pretty elderly. (laughs) 
he's also only in his 50s so yeah, yeah, he's not, not really that old he has a tight butt as we've learned you have a good tight butt wait did they say elderly or elderly man elderly man oh okay saves the main character the life of the main character the story that they are in i was gonna guess all mother but i don't know if she saved anyone's life <laughs> there's not many old people i feel like i know that's the now. thing i'm like underrepresented this is this is a demographic brandon's missing out on elderly men <laughs> <laughs> passing is an option are we all gonna pass can no one think no. of a single kid <laughs> yeah this is, is surprisingly yeah. hard yeah I'm trying to. I'm like going like minor now. I'm like, is there any short stories with I'm old men? I'm trying to think of like something yeah, like in what Era I've been Two. Doing. If there's like old men in Era Two who save like, mm. right? Is it okay? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna make a guess just so I have a guess. Could it be Constable Aradell because he retired and he probably saved someone at some point? It is not Constable Aradell. He's elderly. That's the thing. He retired, so I'm gonna call that elderly. I have to. I have to think of something, Eric. <laughs> I, it's better than sitting I mean, in silence. I mean, I, I don't have a guess, so I mean, who am I to criticize, you know? You could guess Vasher. I'm going to guess Vasher. I'm going to guess Father O'Mine. It's not Father O'Mine. Oh, okay. that's actually pretty good. I don't know whose life he saved, but... No, 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 it's saved in the religious old. sense. Yeah, he talked to Serena. That's true. <laughs> it's just really not that many really old people that you'd say is elderly. Yeah, I feel like this will click in pretty quick once, like, there'll be a clue and I'll just be like, oh. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> because, like, there's a lot of old people who you wouldn't call elderly. Stupid immortality. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, youth. honor, odium. <laughs> honor is providing all their powers that keep them alive <laughs> constantly. So. Um. Congress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vasher. No, that's who I guess. <laughs> Eric already like, guessed. Oh, wait, he did. I wasn't paying attention. I guessed Denth. What? That's still it's your not, guess. Oh, it's not Denth either. Okay. Clue number three. This person is an idiot. A self-proclaimed idiot. Is how it's written. Uh, is are we talking about Jezrian? We're not talking about Jezrian. Hmm. Wait, was that your guess? That's my guess. That's my guess. Okay, yeah, it's not just me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, wait. I was like, like, he's Ahu. Like, did he save anyone? No. Like, he kind of drank with Dalinar one time. It's not but... Hoyd, is it? It's not Hoyd. Okay, <laughs> that's a good guess, though. Wait, is well, it that painter who taught Shy how to paint? Who I can't remember the name of. Oh, I, oh, I know his name. Painter. Oh, ha- mm. Han Shu Zen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not it, the it, it, Grace would still get the point if she. Yeah. Like, yes. I was. I was thinking maybe because like. I don't know. The Empire, he thought he was an idiot for something. I don't know. He's an idiot. I, I like literally forgot what this clue oh, wait, was. He, I, and I was he doesn't like, save anyone's life either, does yeah. he? Oh, well. He saves Shy's life by teaching her how to paint so well so she can pull off her heist. <laughs> Easy. So this clue was Waiting just on? this character is an idiot? Is a self-proclaimed idiot. Self-proclaimed idiot. Arclo. It is not Arclo. Okay. He's the form of an elderly man. This character tends horses. Oh, I know who it is. Yeah? I don't... Uh, if you can describe I, them well enough. Yeah. I, I can. I, I've, I got a guess on the name. 
can I? I'll just go. His yeah, name is go, like either Dob or Dodd, and he is the stable master for Silence Montaigne's and like farm. And he helps. He, at the end, she thinks he has like no idea who she is, and he's like, "Yeah, you're the White Fox. I'm a fool. I'm an idiot, but I'm not a fool, ma'am." And like walks away. Yeah, it is Dob. Wow. You got the name right. And everything. Dang. Yeah, it's Dob. <laughs> I wrote uh, that page. i definitely didn't remember that that character was existed yeah Yeah. that was a good Uh, one that was a really good one i was really worried that because they're they're not a huge role i was like do i go for it but oh no no, david's here to save us yeah and then clue number five was this person's from threnody so that would have given it Mm, Uh, that was sent in by fire rust by the way oh great one great very good one this one was sent in by Gavin Morrison, who is a very regular who's okay, the cousin Okay, all right, Gavin. This high one, standards. Got, there's a story behind this one. He okay. got bored at work, and so he sent it via his work email with his signature and everything. So I now know where he works, what his job is. I've got his phone number. Wow. Thanks, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still bitter about you. that sibling one. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Okay. Right. Clue number one, this character has had not very noble motivations in the past. Oh man, Gavin, you're going to get clues on the screen that are say this is a long clue if the wording matters that much. (laughs) Or highly paraphrased. I'm trying to think most of Brandon's cast of characters. Let's see. Kelsier. (laughs) Venli. It's not Kelsier. It's not Venli. Dalinar. It's not Dalinar. Odium. <laughs> Still doesn't have very good motivations, but <laughs> it's in the past and the present, really. <laughs> I swear to God, if Ian gets this on clue one, I'm going to be shocked. Can I no get pressure. the clue again, please? This character has had not very noble motivations in the past. You can always guess menace. It's always on the table. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Menace has probably done something menacing in his life before. You know? Menace is always on the table, yeah. am I right? And I totally wasn't paying attention, so I only know, like, what two of you picked. <laughs> it was Kelsia. Dalinar and Dalinar and Venli and Dana. Okay. I, I like the Kelsier guess because, you know, not very noble. He wanted to kill uh, nobles. I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to guess. I think he's a Baron Ahane from Elaine's. It is not that person who Okay. You, you don't said. remember? Yeah. Nope. Or as I call him Ahan. Yeah, yeah, me too. Ahan. He gets like uh really screwed over in the course of Elantris due to economic reasons and stuff. Uh, yeah, I think he's a traitor and then he just runs away and it's not important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that... Oh, or is that the other one? He, that is the traitor. Oh, is he the traitor? Okay. <laughs> well, you, maybe I haven't read Elantris in over three or four years. Yeah. <laughs> right, you're going to love clue number two. There's <laughs> so much interpretation. This character is not a purebred Alethi. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the Cosmere, then. So the vast yeah. majority of the Cosmere, yeah. <laughs> Can we assume that they have a lefty blood, or is that, I guess, a, a valid interpretation is that they are a lefty, but ben. not pure blood. Screw you, Ben. <laughs> I guess we only live. I'm gonna guess Adolin because he kills Sidious. Why? It's not, S- 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 not uh, Adolin. Hmm. But good guess. 
For now. See, I'm thinking of characters, but I don't know if they're pure blood Alethi or pure Alethi blood. What's their hair color? I don't remember. <laughs> what about what about Dooney or Dunny, Kaladin's like friend on the bridge cruise who has violet eyes? It is not Dunny. Okay. But I do like a good Dunny. <laughs> I'm just going to go with Renarin just to get out of the way. It is not Renarin. When was he ever? I know. I understand that, Ian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking Adolin and you know with you at this point. If, if you can't get if you can't get all of the clues to work, just get some of them to work. And yeah, like, yeah. exactly. I needed a guess. Okay. I don't remember this character's hair color, but I'm gonna guess it anyways because I Danlan. It is not Tanalan. Oh, Dan, Dan. No, Dan Danlan. Dan uh, oh my god, who's Danlan? She is not pure. Alethi, by the way. She does what? have multicolored hair. Oh, she is Aelin's okay. girlfriend who was a member of the uh, Diagram, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cool. It is also Dabba not... Maracuthian, I believe. Yep, yep. Um, cool. So it is also not Danalan as well. Character number <laughs> not three. Character. You're going to love this one. <laughs> Danalan. <laughs> Dude, not to be confused with Tanalan. Danalan. D-A-N-L-A-N. That's what I said, Danalan. No. <laughs> no. You're no. adding extra A, but it's all good. Dan Lan. It's just Dan Lan. Dan Lan. That's her name. Right. It's a good thing you don't play this game and you just host it because, good God, you're going to go to Hoyt and Drag on a horse real quick. <laughs> this character now puts their hair up in a tail, as opposed to the more utilitarian appearance that they had in the past. Is this Laurel? It is Laurel! Oh, there you go. <laughs> what were her I- I- ignoble... Like, yeah. uh, I don't understand how the first one clue works. Yeah. Was it like, I don't know. Also, Something Laurel? With- Laurel? What? Laurel, yeah. Laurel. Laurel. Sorry, Laurel. I spell uh, the name Laura with a U and uh, not La- Lara. And so I, go I say Laurel. Laurel yeah, but... me too. Yeah. I just don't like how that sounds. So yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah clue number four was this character berates another character for damaging something of theirs. And clue number okay. five is the relationship dynamics between this character and their spouse is largely unknown. I guess Gavin's kind of going for the angle where she might have been into the whole relationship between her and. What's his face? Uh, oh, what, what do you think? Uh, like, I, I just don't understand two. clue one on this. That's the thing yeah. that I don't get. What's, 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 what's number two, man? What's the, what's the guy the guy called that she marries? Rashawn? Uh, Rashawn. That's Rashawn. the one. I think yeah. maybe, she's try- maybe he's trying to th- say that there was something going on there. I don't know. But like, oh, I one? still don't understand why that would not be noble intention. Like that's fine. Like it was an arranged marriage. That's fine. Like Gavin, it was kind of weird comment, though. Down below, what did you Gavin, mean by we know you'll one? leave a comment. What do you mean by this? <laughs> it, it was kind of a weird situation though. It wasn't like it, like he arranged it for her himself to marry her to yeah. him. So that's not like a great yeah. situation. Yeah, but, but that wasn't like her motivation for her to marry his son. Yeah, and then, yeah, I, I know that. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Right. One second. But I wouldn't he, he say that number in the email, hurt. so I'm just going to call Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe she, she killed Relier. 
and it wasn't the white spine, so she could marry Rashoni. <laughs> she like flirted with Kaladin and then like was rude to him and ignored him once Rashon got there, maybe? Maybe. Her, her dad also died in that time period. Yeah, I mean... I, I also feel like <laughs> teenagers yeah. sometimes yeah. they're inconsistent in behavior. What? No Look, I way. Care. I just got it right, so it's fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, that's no, Yep. Right. Uh, cool. Ian, Done. zero. Zero out of two. Rip. I mean, it has happened before. Like, I... <laughs> You're you're losing your lead. Yeah. Probably not. You're just you're just. We should never have brought up the Ian one all the time because now anytime Ian is a win, we just go look at that Ian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you? But doing? I feel like Ian might have been the first one to bring it up. So maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Cool. Somebody anyway. watch all the episodes of Starcast to see where my reputation for winning a lot <laughs> comes from person that's keeping the uh the the the, the spreadsheet going let us know put that on the spreadsheet God. how many times there's Ian so many episodes there's over 90 of them <laughs> oh wow yeah yeah we're, we're coming up on 100 yep we, we, we had to slow it down that's why we're going bi-weekly you know we got to 100 too quick you know yep all right Holy guys number. yeah very rosharan you know mm-hmm all right, guys, follow us on 70 for all your news, discussion, theories, and fun that you could ever want. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can uh, leave a review on iTunes. You can support us on Patreon. Uh, we'll have some words of Brandon coming up pretty soon. Uh, sometime soon. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Bye.